Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? It's Loud and Local. Stay home sessions right now. I'm talking with Jesse and Trent from a band called Old Iron. They have a new EP, split EP, Available now on Satanic Royalty Records. Uh, a few months back, we talked with Freiburger from the label all about everything that's going to be coming in 2022. And this was one of those things. Uh, so welcome, Jesse and Trent. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Uh, I think so, Jesse, I've had you on the show before, um, yep. I think for Metal Shop and Trent. Oh, I've had you for both Sandrider and Old Iron, right? That's right. And but Trent, I think this is probably the first time I've had you on, though I've played your music quite a bit. I've been on with you uh with Yellfire and Grenades before. Oh my god, okay. Well, now I already screwed up. <laughs> okay. Nice. All right. Well, it's one big happy family then. Uh well, in case uh people are just uh hearing you guys for the first time, here becoming now aware of Old Iron. Uh Jesse, why don't you start us off? What do you play in the band? And, and, uh, yeah. How long have you been playing with old iron? Uh, it's been 11 years. Um, yeah. I play guitar and sing, I guess, or I, I vocalize, I guess you'd call yes. it. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's what I do. I, and, and make record covers. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, Trent, how about you? I'm Trent and I play drums. And, uh, how long have you been with old iron? Have you been oh. in the whole time? since i think i've been in for eight years now okay it was like capital hole block party 2013 or mm. maybe before that you remember jesse yeah we were playing at barboza i think uh, you were playing with giza and right around that time our drummer quit and we needed you, you you caught our eye and so i think we courted you and you were receptive so yeah <laughs> But Brandon quit right before the block party, and then Jared called me and asked me if I knew anyone that would might be interested, and I said I would be interested. And then I feel like I I can't remember how what year it was when I actually joined, but I feel like it's been seven or eight years. Right, right. I forget. <laughs> what year is it? Twenty twenty two. So yeah, something crazy. like that. Dang, maybe nine years now. Uh, so 
uh, just getting right into things. Where are you guys located right now? Trent, are you in Seattle? Are you in Tacoma? Where, and, and in what neighborhood in Seattle, if you are? I live in West Seattle. Okay. Right on the cusp of White Center in West Seattle. Awesome. And how about you, Jesse? I'm in Boulevard Park, which is kind of adjacent to White Center. So we're we're we're, we're repping the South Side pretty hard. <laughs> awesome. Are you guys able to practice down in 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 West Seattle or White Center? You guys have a spot down there? Actually, we're at the substation, so we drive oh, cool. all the way to Ballard to play. But you know, hey, that's what you got to do. Absolutely. What a, shout out out uh, any other bands you guys practice uh, share a space with? Oh yeah, uh, it falls. Yeah. Band writer. Yeah, it's one big happy family there. It's it's cool. Nice, right on. Well, uh, you you mentioned that you do album covers and uh, you do the artwork for your bands. Um, now this this new album is the split that you put out uh, and with a band called Verdun. Mm-hmm. Beautiful artwork. Did you produce that? Did you create the I artwork? Did. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I, I painted it. Wow. Awesome. Thank you. How, I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, it was fun to do. It was actually, it was something I had done for another project and it just wasn't, didn't really fit. And so it just, I had it sort of the chrysalis of this started and then I needed a co- you know, we needed a cover for this new old iron thing. And so it yeah. just seemed to fit like thematically too, kind of with what the songs were kind of sort of alluding to. So, uh, yeah. If you haven't listened to any of my other interviews with uh, Jesse from Sandrider old, old iron, this, uh, he's an incredible, tattoo artist as well so let's shout out your tattoo uh, studio thank you uh yeah i own dark age tattoo in seattle up on yes. capitol hill yep been doing that for this is my 22nd year so it's, it's been a minute <laughs> awesome i'm yeah. sure i'm sure you tattoo many people within the northwest music scene oh yeah have, it's crazy yeah lots of people <laughs> tattoo trent you know it's it's, yeah, but- it's amazing when i think about like all the people that i've affected through tattooing it's pretty yeah. crazy it's it's neat yeah i still i still love doing it it's really really a labor of love honestly i have a, a friend named pete who passed away last year unfortunately but um at his at his uh, memorial he was a tattoo artist um and uh he, pete dominguez he was a tattoo artist in in mm. uh northwest and he had a memorial and and they said like who here has a, a piece of Pete's tattoo, you know, artwork on them and everyone raised their hand, you know, even, even his mom, who's this old Texas lady, you know, got, had a tattoo from him. Oh, so yeah. it's, it's wild when you start doing something for multiple decades, you like, I'm tattooing people's children now. So it's yeah. like sometimes two, there, there are some families that I've, I'm now doing, I've done three generations, like, you know, the grandparents, the kids, and then the kids, kids. Yeah. And it's pretty cool to be able to do that for, you know, a whole family. So getting uh kind of okay. All right, Trent, what are you smoking on? It's a little bit of a Dutch treat. There you go. Nice. <laughs> uh okay, so um going back, you know, like as 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 young as you can remember, what's the first album cover that stuck out to you as far as like artwork? Was it like a Maiden record or no, something like that? For me, it was it was Asia. It was that okay. um, Rod, I think it was Roger Dean was the artist that did it. It's the it's a dragon mm-hmm. rising out of the water. It's, yeah, it's completely epic. I'm still kind of mesmerized by it to this day. But uh, that was kind of one of my fir- the first times I saw kind of 
airbrush style fantasy art that like uh-huh. really evoked a kind of primal response in me yeah so yeah i uh at the time my dad was like hey you know i think he was trying to get me into music and he's like hey you want to pick out a record you know we can you know because he had some vinyl he's like let's just pick out a record you know and i just i picked out this asia record yeah uh, i you know and i don't even i don't i still have any memory of what it sounds like you know i don't listen to asia or anything but i remember that cover for sure yeah. so okay awesome man well uh trent what was the first time that you remember music being in your life what what uh what was your you know uh for earliest memory of like music whether it be rock jazz or you know choir music or so, anything i guess earliest memory of music would be like my dad used to play acoustic guitar in the hallway when me and my brother were like going to sleep and he would like sing like chill songs to help us go to go to sleep and then uh at what age did you start playing drums 11 awesome and so you started on the drums then yeah i um i i started playing percussion in middle school in like band and then i asked for a drum set like i I had been asking for a drum set for christmas from for my parents for a while and they got me this like real like I don't want to speak negatively because it got me started, but it was it was a pretty basic drum set. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I when I was about eleven, I beat on that thing for like six or seven years. That everything was complete duct tape by the by the end of it. Yeah. Got a slightly better drum set after that. Tone tape, man. <laughs> yeah, all the heads were duct tape. All the symbols were duct tape. <laughs> the heads were duct tape. That's so primal. I didn't know anything about anything, you know? I was just like, oh, this one yeah. broke. I- <laughs> who were your inspirations early on as far as like drummers that you really kind of like took you know um cues from I, my i was a lot mostly classic rock like mm-hmm. probably john bonham was like the biggest influence i was mostly only exposed to like classic rock up un, until classic rock and like whatever was on the radio and like mainstream stuff but like I would say John Bonham was probably the biggest influence, of course. And then, um, like my dad showed me like Inagata De Vida by Iron Butterfly. Yeah. Like pretty early on. And was like, you got to play this. Learn nice. this. Um, so mostly like that sort of stuff. Jimi oh. Hendrix and Pink Floyd and stuff. Do you remember the first band that that really like blew you away as far as like a heavy underground band? Oh, like Yeah, um I heard Harkonnen at cool. some point and it was like holy shit, like yeah. what? People play stuff like this. And I I knew they were from like Tacoma. Mm-hmm. And it was like most people around that time heard like Botch first. Sure. But I I heard Harkonnen first and it was like holy shit it's i had mostly heard like just like faster metal at that point and sure you know they're playing a little bit slower and i don't i just remember being like taken aback for sure like holy shit, i really like this stuff <laughs> and jesse how about you man what was the first time that like you know whether it be punk or hardcore or metal or any kind of like you know non-mainstream aggressive music well, we used to have this um, when actually we had this tape or it was like a music store. Yeah. 
run by this guy named Bob Gottfried. And I think he was kind of like a, I've come to learn that he was like a jazz drummer. And I had no idea that there was this whole jazz music scene in Wenatchee before, you know, long before my time, but he used to sit in the back and chain smoke cigarettes. And he had, uh, you know, lots of, lots of vinyl and stuff, but he had this really great tape collection selection of uh, like punk tapes. And so every once in a while I'd save up some money and go in and like, just randomly try out a tape, you know? And so I think like, um that sort of introduced me he had like a bunch of sst stuff so Mm. i think early on it was like descendants and early sonic youth black flag stuff like that and then uh i was always just kind of on it was whatever wasn't really exposed to a lot of stuff so it was just i kind of just ate you know anything i could get my hands on i was into like uh i think probably one of the the first heavy things that i heard was like when i heard like master of puppets for the first time like that was just like you know, my, one of my buddies from the BMX track was like, hey, man, you want to come back to my house? I'm going to show you some, you know, I'm like, yeah. OK, cool. And then he put on Master of Puppets and I was like, oh, yeah, wow, this is this is crazy. Like, I feel yeah. like I don't know if I should be listening to this. You know? right. <laughs> <laughs> it so like, like dark to me at the time, because, you know, it's just all about mm-hmm. my context was like, you know, that kind of blew my mind. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess it's turned into like a lifelong sort of thing now. <laughs> awesome. Well, just kind of getting some, you know, some background from you guys. But, uh, you know, I do want to mention that, uh, you know, I kind of buried the lead here. You guys are going to be playing some shows, uh, four shows in a row, doing a kind of a little mini tour here with Matt Pike's new solo project, Matt Pike versus the Automaton. He has a new album out on Monarch Heavy. It is the first solo album, you know, Matt Pike from High on Fire, from A Bestest Death, from Sleep. And uh, now he's bringing the riffage. And so he's going to be coming May 5th at the Bar House in Seattle, Fremont area. May 6th at the Plaid Pig in Tacoma. May 7th in Port Angeles at Little Devil's Lunchbox. And May 8th in Portland at High Watermark. Now, Jesse mentioned that May 7th, he's curious about getting over to Port Angeles. This is the first time you guys are going to be playing over there in Port Angeles? Yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a ripper. <laughs> I think so. I think based on the 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 um on all of that I've heard there is that it's it doesn't get obviously it's not going to be like a humongous show but the but the people that will come out are going to be dedicated are going to love it and you're going to have amazing food. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the food more yeah. than, more than anything but I mean the show I know the show is going to be amazing. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. The guy who 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 runs this place, he has the kind of you know, he smokes his meat for a very long time and it is just like perfect brisket and, you know, really good barbecue. So if you're a meat eater uh, and, uh, you know, I don't know if they have many vegan options over there, but we'll we'll find out. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so, yeah, you guys have the new split. Um, Tell me a little bit about uh, are these songs? were they uh, songs you wrote during the pandemic? Or did you have them, you know, uh, were they songs that you had written quite a while ago? Uh, quite a while you... ago. Okay. Actually. Yeah, they were, uh, we've been sitting on them for quite a while. Uh, it just sort of, just by nature of um, the band we were doing the split with is from France. And so there was just like some just, it just took longer for it to come together. Neither, neither group was in any rush to make it happen it was just very organic and kind Mm -hmm. of um i had i had met flob the bass player um on tour with kid congo powers because he had kind of filled in for our regular driver 
and uh yeah it was weird we kind of it was a totally different style of music and we were kind of chatting about stuff and he was like yeah you know i'm into this this heavy band and stuff and it's like oh i'm in a heavy band too and you know we just realized we were kind of kindred spirits in that regard and um just kind of kept that you know relationship going over the years and it's like they were like hey you want to do this thing with us and like yes we do so at any rate uh so yeah we've, we've been sitting on that stuff for a while um and then obviously just the the pandemics made like pressing vinyl is just like it's crazy the lead times on stuff now it's oh yeah amazing like yeah you got to plan stuff like a year year and a half ahead to be able to get it to come out when you want it to it's it's wild but i'm glad they're busy you yeah because vinyl's like it's, i'm pretty amazed with how vinyls come back it's just awesome for artists because it's like you know proprietary it's good did we I, mention the the i feel like we haven't even mentioned the name of the band we did the split with yeah we're doing oh yeah okay we did yeah, okay. yeah, yeah they're from awesome. france yeah they're they're awesome you, you got to check them out if you haven't heard them um yeah very cool do you think that you guys will ever play over there or they will ever play over here I would like to see both happen. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know there's um, obviously there's a lot of a lot of crazy stuff going on over there right now. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm not exactly sure when that'll be, but that's definitely on our list of to dos. So. Yeah, that's the idea for sure. Us do a uh, do a tour over there with them, and then they do a tour over here with us. I just cool. I, I really want to go some someday I've always dreamed of playing Roadburn so that's like oh I, yeah I, I'd love to play Roadburn someday assuming they they continue to do it I don't yeah. know if they're doing it this year or not but they're doing it for sure are they okay yeah. cool yeah do it uh, okay so so you guys um, have these two songs and the split is available now with Satanic Royalty. Tell me a little bit about, you know, teaming up with Freiburger because you guys were on Good to Die. Um, obviously, Good to Die disbanded, unfortunately. Um, the label ended. Nick uh, ended the label. Uh, and then uh, it seems like uh, Freiburger kind of picked up where it left off. And, and uh, you know, Sand Riders on Satanic Royalty. Now yep. you're now Old Iron. Was it was it pretty easy to, to land with Freiburger? Yeah, it just happened very, like, organically. Um, we just... Uh... Yeah, just we seem to have a lot of co- common interests, and so it, yeah, it all came into into place really quickly. Yeah, so I, it seemed like a natural fit, and I've just been really like, um, really pleased with how how much enthusiasm he has. It's like there's lots of really jaded people and sure. in the music industry, and like to just to be in contact with somebody that has like a genuine passion for it, and it's like you can really tell it's it's out of a love for mm-hmm. music and what it's still music's still important to him and it's like it's awesome that's who you want push pushing your records and talking about your records and you know i think yeah so absolutely it's not just a product to move units you know it's actually like the music and the craft and the art and like he 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 will it seems to me just from the conversations that i've had i mean i know this is that he's only going to sign bands that he loves and that he believes in so yeah, and it's cool to feel that from from somebody that's yeah. putting out your records that they're like, I love your band. I'm want to push this as hard as I can, you know. And it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's super flattering too to have somebody want to put that kind of their resources into what you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. as an artist or whatever you want to call 
we want to call ourselves. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so the album is available now. And if you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Freiburger. He is the guy who's probably serving you drinks at Bar House. He also plays in a band called Death Cave. You would recognize him. He's tattooed, long-haired, Hesher dude at Bar House. Tell him we said what's up if you head over there. And you can head <laughs> over there. See what I did here? May 5th at the Bar House to see Old Iron with Pike versus the Automaton. See, I just threw it in there. I like it. <laughs> he also uh, he also repressed um, our last LP, Lupus Metalorum, yeah. the one out of print from Good to Die for a while. He just repressed it on some pretty exciting different colors. Yeah, um, he's got all out on the packaging. It's awesome. It's it's so much fun to get, have so many different variants of stuff to kind of, you know. Do you make sure to get one of each? He's yeah, he's given us one of each so far. Nice. So it's, been, it's been awesome to have a little collection of yeah, a sampler set. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, uh, do you guys? Uh, you know, I hate to pry or anything, but. Do you guys have some more material coming down the down the down the way? I'm I'm assuming yeah. probably you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've got a whole record that's uh, we've been been kind of right now we're kind of doing in demo post production for, but um, you know all the songs are pretty much written. We're just kind of you know just getting all the warts and hairs taken off, <laughs> you know. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've been busy. It was actually the when we were on lockdown it was actually really productive we, we really? had a really good workflow yeah so um yeah we kind of just kept that going it's a good, figured out a good way to work on stuff because we have like separate recording setups so we can like record stuff on our own and send it to each other and we have embraced the click track for this new stuff just yeah. for the sake of ease of transferring files yeah, it's kind of the first time I've like collaborated. Like, I mean, it's weird to say remotely because we live in the same city, but yeah. you know, that's basically what we were. You, you, we could have been anywhere and done it this way, but it and it worked. It was, uh, yeah, it's cool. So I'm, I'm excited to see how this stuff all comes together. Um, you know, it's kind of similar in some ways, but there's definitely some kind of new stuff. We're new directions we're kind of going into. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Awesome, man. Well, uh, we're actually going to go into a song here, uh, Planetesimal. I believe I said that right, Planetesimal. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, and th this is from the Old Iron Verdun split that's available now on Satanic Royalty. You can catch them, again, May 5th at Bar House, May 6th at Plaid Pig, May 7th at Little Devil's Lunchbox in Port, Port Angeles, May 8th in Portland at High Watermark, and uh, Planetesimal. Tell me about this one. Uh, it's just about planets forming, you know, the, uh, planetesimal is a small ball of rock or cosmic material. That's just starting to form its own, uh, gravitational field around it. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's just sort of like my pondering the forces that are at work in forming all the different sort of heavenly bodies, I guess you'd say. Um, and just that sort of, it comes out of a lot of times those things come out of really violent reactions, but mm -hmm. then that's sort of necessary at the same time. And just kind of like being caught in the middle of all that stuff happening. I guess that's sort of the vantage point that it's sort of written from. That Trippy, makes man. Trippy yeah, you know, man. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I'm a card carrying number. <laughs> I like it, dude. That's awesome. 
All right, here's Planetesimal, new music by Old Iron. It's Loud Mobile Stay Home Sessions.
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we got jesse and trent from a band called old iron they're gonna be playing may 5th at the bar house may 6th at plaid pig may 7th at little devil's lunchbox in port angeles and may 8th in portland at high water mark that is a mouthful but they're going to be playing with matt pike's new project matt pike from sleep uh and you could see sleep behind me sleep uh and uh the holy mountain record uh sleep uh and uh and also you know high on fire but his new project matt pike versus the automaton they're going to be supporting that and uh so have you guys been have you guys played any um big shows since the you know everything's been lifted and shows have been back or is this going to be your first your first gigs we play, uh, we play at uh, Barhouse. Mm. Um, one comeback show at Barhouse. Was that December, Jesse? Yeah, it was. It was kind of beginning of the year. Yeah, but I guess that was the first year. one. In since like 2019, that it felt nice to be back. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, well, well, uh, during, you know, the, the pandemic, you said that it was a very, you know, productive as far as your band and everything, um, writing new music, you know, uh, getting a, a, a full length worked on and, and these songs. Uh, but aside from uh, music, what else did you do to stay sane? 
I or did you not stay sane? Uh, I mean, I think everybody went crazy a little bit. Uh, I played a lot of guitar. I took up the drums when I got wow. really, really serious about playing drums. Um, I'd always wanted to kind of really focus on drums ever since I was young, and I just never really had the space to do it or just, I don't know, the time, I had, didn't have the time, basically. And so yeah. I was able to just, like, practice every day, and that was really cool. That it helped. It's changed my songwriting a bit because I feel like I understand, like, what's happening, you know, in the band as an organism a little bit better than I did before. So, yeah, I kind of really just threw myself into that, and I painted a lot, you know. I just... I'm kind of a hermit anyway, so I, yeah. I kind of thrived, honestly. <laughs> and Trent, how about you, man? I um I buckled down on like practicing certain drumming things that I that I've always wanted to do but couldn't do, and I like played a lot by myself and like did a lot of click track um practice just like daily and doing a lot of rudiments and stuff and yeah. also like working on my finishing my workshop where I also build snares and stuff. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I, I, I built a lot of drums and made a lot of progress with my workshop and my, like, uh, I figured out how to do like blast beats and <laughs> faster double bass stuff. And that was yeah. really fun. And, life skills <laughs> the important stuff you know grindcore trent coming up nice i mean i'm yeah i'm not like proficient at it yet but like i i feel a lot more confident now than prior to the pandemic but yeah built a lot of drums for a lot of people this year or the last couple of years and i'm pretty stoked about that awesome uh, well, okay, so uh, here's a question that I, I've asked a few people, and, and I'm curious about you guys. Um, so, you know, obviously the last couple of years has been difficult on everyone. Um, if you're having, if you were having like a really crappy day, or just say, you know, you're having a crappy day, what's an album that you can reach for that can uh, bring you back to a positive place, whether it be, you know, a positive album, an album to get your aggression out? Or a you know an album to calm me down. Any just something that you can reach for. That's that's a that's something that'll get, put you in a better place. Trent, let's start with you this time. Oh man, um, Don Caballero is always a favorite of mine that I like mm. to go back to. And any album really. A lot of people hate on the the newest albums, but I just love that guy's drumming so much. And, and anything that like Zach Hill from Hella does mm -hmm. between like hella and don caballero just going back between the to those two bands like it always brings me into a really positive place but um also like really really heavy stuff like canute um or that uh, this band that i started listening to at the start of the pandemic llnn mm, yeah i'm familiar I, I really really like that stuff so many i feel like i discovered a ton of bands over the pandemic that have helped of course i'm drawing a blank right now but so you're a, f a big fan of the like kind of um math rock and and stuff like yeah. that yeah big big fan of so, you know as a drummer i'm always a fan yeah. of drum 
drum bands. Uh, are are you um, have you had a chance to listen to the new Meshuga album? Uh, yeah, yeah, I love I love that band. That that drummer is one of my favorites. Um, yeah, he's that band super inspiring, and I I haven't listened to the whole new album, but what I've heard, I liked for sure. I'm not a musician. A lot of that stuff goes above my head, but I love that band. But I just know that they're like a musician's musician band. You know, I just know that I just like them, but I yeah. know that like I can't wrap my head around <laughs> most of it. So, you know, I just I enjoy it. But it's one of those bands that like I get into a groove and I'm like, I am not on time here. OK. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, you know, the groove changes and you're just like, all right. It's a great. Magic I just watched effect. a really interesting documentary of um of theirs. I can't remember what it's called. But I found it on YouTube, but it was like really interesting. It was like they go into how like their process of like how they make albums, and it was like oh, like that's a really good idea. Like now I want to try doing it that way. But it's a math equation. <laughs> they essentially like records stuff on their own in the, like their own rooms, and they like work on their own songs, and then like come together and like show each other each other's stuff it's like essentially what me and jesse were doing over the pandemic but like in the same house for like months at a time i don't know it was really interesting that's not the only thing they were doing but it's amazing to me that they can do it that way and it comes out cohesive yeah yeah well like of course they all come in and they play on each other's stuff but like and they're all giving each other feedback but like they're all coming up with like skeletons of like tracks on their own and then piecing it together collaborating together and i think that's so rad to like and they're you know of course amazing at what they do but i would love to be able to just work on an album in the same house for like a really long time or like even we don't even have to be in the same house it's just rad being having like a recording setup yeah that has changed my world so much just like a basic garage band recording setup just enough to like send someone tracks it's like crazy how much that has helped my um music making life <laughs> i imagine you know like just just being able to just like have something pop in your head like okay let's get this done you know before yeah. it comes before yeah. i forget it let's just throw it down Oh yeah, ideas are like butterflies. You gotta capture them when when you have them, otherwise they just flutter off and you never see them again. I've had yeah. so many songs that I've lost because I didn't have the time to like yeah. sit down or record it when it happened. But hey, you know, there's always more songs, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like what one of my favorite of our new songs um, started because um, Jared was like, "Send me a drum beat," and I just like recorded a. Uh, some drums to like seven eight it, it was just super random like something i just came up with on the spot mm-hmm. and did like a few takes and then he like chopped it up and wrote a bunch of stuff around it and it was like whoa and then jesse wrote guitar over it and it was like holy shit, this is a song now and that was like a total like not even thought out it was just like i'm just gonna play this drum beat and do a couple different variations yeah, it's kind of like reverse engineering songs. Yeah. Fun. Uh, well, Jesse, let's get back to this. Uh, what's an album that you can go to, um, you know, if you're having a crap day? 
mine, I mean, this is this is weird, but I'd have to say it's probably Boards of Canada. Okay. Like, I don't know what it is about that. It's just mm-hmm. like a serotonin reset for me or something. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know. It's weird. Um, what else? Um, yeah, it's something like, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't say I'd go to anything heavy if I was really, because I, I just, I'm really sensitive to like, depending on what I'm listening to at a certain time, especially if I'm like feeling like stressed music really, really imprints on me. And so like, I have to be careful sometimes like what I listen to at certain times in my life. Like if I have a bunch of certain like heavy stuff going on, like there are certain things I avoid listening to because I don't want them to be tainted by, you know, too precious to be tainted by this thing that's going on in my life. But, uh, yeah, I think that that Boards of Canada is probably my go-to for that kind of stuff. What is the most played artist at your tattoo shop? Whether or not it's something that you throw on, just something that is you always hear. Mm, probably either Yob or High on Fire. Okay. Guess, you know, any one of their various different records. But yeah, those are definitely on heavy rotation. Um Lately, we've been. I I just uh, discovered this band, Absent in Body. Have you heard this? Is that that um, the dude from um, Amon Ra's band? Yeah, it's got Scott Kelly mm-hmm. and the guy from Amon Ra. Man, I, it came out on I think the twenty fifth of uh, March. Yeah, relapse. Yeah, I, man, I've been loving that record. It's really cool. Um, yeah, so I, I've been getting real into that lately. Um, nice dude. Or as heavy stuff. Like it's it's cool. But uh yeah. Hmm. That's one right. thing. <laughs> well, very fitting that you guys are gonna be playing with Matt Pike and in, in the automaton versus the automaton. Uh but um okay, so oh yeah, one more question for you, Jesse. So how do you differentiate when you're going in to write some music? How do you choose like this is gonna be a sand rider song or this is gonna be an old iron song? Is it pretty, or are they pretty separate in your head? Oh, uh, they're totally separate just because I'm writing on bass and saying, oh, okay, okay. So I just like, it, yeah, just a different part of my brain. The tuning's different too. Okay. So it's like the whole timbre of it is like for old iron is so much lower and kind sure. of darker. So yeah, I just, I do, I mean, there, there have been moments when I've been like working on stuff and I have to be like, oh, wait a minute, is this, would it, would this be better as a, you know, a sand writer song or something. Yeah. But, but for the most part, it's usually pretty cut and dry. Like I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm, this is obviously a, you know, whatever a sand writer. Is yeah. Cause they're kind of different. They're different moods, you know, sand writers, a little more tongue in cheek kind of, <laughs> I think a little bit more rock and roll too. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's more like, like party rock or something. Totally. I, I, I don't know. Really. That's how I think of it. I don't know how it, what it actually is, you know. I can you see that. that when you're when you're doing it, you never yeah. know what it. <laughs> Party soundtrack. I got it, Trent. Uh, yeah. You're in, you're in uh, some other projects. Is that is that right? Yes. Why don't we shout them out? I play in Yellfire and Ten Suns mm-hmm. and Coastlands. That's based in Portland. Awesome. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Right on, man. Well, uh, okay. So we're going to end this with another song from the split EP that you did with Verdun. Again, I will mention May 5th at the Bar House, May 6th at Plaid Pig, May 7th at Little Devil's Lunchbox in Port Angeles, May 8th in Portland at High Watermark. Going to be playing with Pike versus the Automaton, a bunch of other awesome local bands going to be playing alongside these shows. You guys are going to be doing four gigs here. And uh, aside from that, if people are listening to this, but, you know, they have work or family stuff that, you know, prevents them from being able to, to see these shows, what's the best way to support you guys? Well, we've got Bandcamp. Um, we have a website and uh, we have a YouTube channel as well. So, you know, subscribers to that always help. Um, we have we have a video that, that for both songs on the split that are on YouTube right now. So, you know, if it, tickles your fancy go check those out too give them give them a watch um the people you know that worked on the video stuff worked really hard on them and i think they turned out really cool so I'd, i would love for people to be able to to see their work and, and kind of our collaboration with them right yeah on. our first official music videos nice catch them on mtv not not so much uh, <laughs> do they play music videos on no. mtv just uh just uh wiling out or no what uh, yeah anyways uh before we go into this song trent what is your favorite northwest band of all time of all time oh man just a simple question helmsley <laughs> helmsley okay nice yeah. and jesse what about you wipers nice all right all right, here it is, Strick Nebuloso. Neb- Nebulosa. Why don't you why don't you tell me about this one, Jesse? We got a oh. we got a gnarly one for this, huh? <laughs> well, this one's kind of uh I kind of like to dip into mythology sometimes. And so this there's sort of a legend about this creature that would uh hang out in, in caves and and eat children from these villages and uh called the Strix. And it also uh I sort of became aware of it because I was I was doing some research on owls, and there was a genus of owl that was a, a Strix nebulosa, and so okay. I thought oh, that's really cool. Just a cool those words look really cool, and so I looked it up, and then it sort of sent me down this whole rabbit hole of what the Strix represents, you know, in mythology, and so yeah, so it's kind of like alluding to an, this sort of half human, half sort of av- aviary creature that's preying on children nice. but it's sort of yeah yeah i don't know you can fill in the rest on your own <laughs> google image search this check it out yeah. <laughs> strict nebulosa from the old iron verdun split if you like this check it out and order this on satanic royalty again play may 5th at bar house may 6th at plaid pig may 7th at little devil's lunchbox may 8th in portland thank you guys for for doing this with me thanks for having us we really appreciate it Absolutely. thank you so much 
You're very welcome. Here it is. It's Strict Nebulosa.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 